0: welcome to go hack yourself with carly marie this is a really fun little episode it's taken from a live stream that i did where i shared how i know for sure that you can create everything that you desire to create it is a big mindset shift a big belief that i have programmed in that helps me to move forward without too much self-doubt and uh, i think that you'll really dig it so check it out Hey guys, Carly here. I have got a bit of a download for you. I think this might be a little bit of a ranty riff in a very good way for you today on how I know that you have what it takes to create everything that you desire. I know that for 100% sure. The reason why I know that is because desires are divine. I have a few little notes here. Our desires are divine. They come from the universe. This is what I believe to be true. It feels very, very good for me to believe this to be true. So I want to share it with you because it might feel really good for you as well. See, try it on. This is the thing with beliefs. You get to try them on and see if they feel good in your body. Beliefs are human, right? Beliefs are human. Those are like programs in our brain. But I believe that desires and ideas, those are divine, right? Those come from our higher self, not our human self. So I believe that our job here is to get our beliefs in alignment with our desires and our ideas. So the things that we want that our soul tells us we're meant to have, Um, whether that's to write a book or to build a business or to make a certain amount of money or to work with a particular mentor or to live by the water or whatever it might be. But whatever it is that you desire is, I wholeheartedly believe, what's meant for you. And the reason why I know that you have what it takes to create what you desire is because you desire it and not everybody desires what you desire. Here's something I said to a client earlier today and I think it was quite powerful and it comes back to self-worth. I know for a lot of people this self-worth thing can be a thing. It can be this thing where it's just like, Do I have what it takes? Can I really do it? I see it in other people, but I don't know if I see it for me. And we can kind of have those moments. It doesn't even feel like that all the time. There's not really any particular way that we feel all the time generally because we cycle through different energetic states. But one of the things that I know to be true is that the universe did not make a mistake with you the universe made you exactly how you need to be. Of course, we're here to grow and we're here to unlock parts of ourselves. And when we see things in other people that light us up, we're like, oh, I love that about her. It can be really easy to get stuck in comparison with that. But if we can just make a little bit of a tweak with it and be like, oh, I see that in her. I think that's glorious in her because that's something that's ready to be unlocked in me too. And I think it's really easy to think that how we are is kind of static and we've just kind of got these resources and that's what we've got. And of course it's totally changeable, right? Like we can unlock parts of ourselves that we didn't know were there. I didn't know that I'm a good writer. I didn't know that I could write a book. I didn't know what kind of parent I was going to be. We unlock parts of ourselves, right? And the thing about the universe is that to sit there and go, oh, I'm not worthy. I don't think I'm good enough. The idea is I have a crap. I'm not worthy of my desires. To think that is kind of like going, okay, hey, universe, almighty, glorious, impossible to even comprehend love, right? Like if there's something like some people might call it God or whatever, right? Different people have different words for it. I call it the universe or I call it life. And it's like, as I look at something much bigger than me, something that from which I, you know, download amazing ideas that are world changing for me to sit there and go, you know what universe? No, I think you got it wrong with me. I think that you've given this idea to the wrong person, or I think that it's a crap idea. It feels a little bit like disrespectful for me to say that to the universe. So I guess for me, it's really about kind of going, oh, Thanks universe for making me exactly how I am. And if you think about it, if you really look at it, the fact that you are here watching me right now means that you most likely live in a place where you have access to the internet and a phone or a device, that you have eyes and ears that work somewhat well enough for you to be able to be here doing this, that you have arms and legs that potentially most likely work for you to do different things and if not you have access to incredible technology, um, that you are living in a country that is safe for you to live in, that you have clean running water that comes out of the tap, like if the universe gave you all of those things you are incredibly privileged and streets ahead from of a lot of people in the world so if you're like oh but I can't because I'm busy doesn't that seem like a little bit of a frigging joke to be like oh but I can't because I'm not busy I'm too busy or I'm not smart enough or I'm whatever or I've got blocks right and so it's like no they're beliefs you've got blocks, you've hit a wall, you've got a glass ceiling, whatever it is that you're telling yourself is around you, holding you in. It's all beliefs. They're all just made up. They're not real. It's not a real wall. They're not real blocks, right? They're all made out of beliefs and we can shift them. So the divine did not make a mistake with you. The divine is not some evil thing. That's like the universe, right? The universe is not some evil thing. That's like, just going to mess with you and be like, I'm going to give you some desires, but I'm going to make sure you're not smart enough to achieve them. I'm going to make sure that you're not actually a good person, even though i made you and I plumped you right in the middle of this safe place with clean running water etc etc right even though I made you uh, yeah probably actually though you're not actually worth having the things that you want that's not how it works that's the beliefs that's the human work That's the human work. So if we've been born here at this time and you are someone who wants to grow, who wants to do big things in the world, right? Then you are one of the people, chosen one sounds a little bit culty, I know it's not. It's just one of those people who are here to make a difference. One of those people who are here to take the human race forwards. One of those people who are here to be a leader or to have a message or be a guide or be a healer or whatever it is that you feel called to do. If you feel called to do a TED Talk or write a book or whatever, like most of the people that I work with, they're here. Here to become iconic, right? And a lot of those things come along with becoming iconic. They want to be a leader in their industry. They want to be an icon in their field. And so, for those people who come to me that want to work with me in that area, and a lot of the ones that, for instance, they want to be a soul moods mentor because that's going to be a tool in their tool belt as they go forth and do their beautiful, iconic work in the world, right? So, they come to me to do that work. It's like if you are one of those people that is here to grow, then that's going to mean reprogramming a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of beliefs, because the beliefs of the human, our desires and ideas are divine. So if the beliefs are human we need to do that human work so in those moments where you're feeling like you know i'm feeling particularly human today right i'm really questioning myself really questioning my worth really questioning my capability things like that often happens in bear mode it's a lot of really human work that needs to happen in those moments where we're really got to shift the beliefs around and reorganize it reorganize our energy so that we can actually do the things go after the desires Um, jump on the ideas because here's another thing is that everything that you desire will be a flow on effect i'm looking at my notes here a flow on effect of those inspired ideas so last month i had the very clear desire that i i had a big money goal 65k for the month i'd done 57 the previous month and I'm like 65 that's it we're going for 65 I'm like I want that I didn't know why I, I had no particular reason I'm like I just want it and we're not really brought up in this society to, for it to be okay for you to go I just want it it's like well, why why do you want it why do you need it right like when our kids are like I want something it's like, well, what do you need that for you've got enough toys right like we're programmed that way and that's fine. No one's necessarily done anything wrong, but we get to change the narrative from now on. If we're someone who's here to make a difference, we get to shift it. So if it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know why I want it. No, I don't need it. Yes, it's more money that I need, but I want it. I don't know why. I just desire it and therefore I'm going after it. And by halfway through the month it looked like it wasn't gonna happen, right? But I'm like, okay, universe, I'm still gonna trust you. I'm gonna trust you because you gave me this desire, obviously it's what's meant for me, right? So then I had two brilliant ideas in the second half of the month. I launched two new things that I wasn't planning to launch. And I ran a three-day masterclassy thing um, called Sorcery Skills, and it was so good. I fully trusted. I fully just downloaded all of it 15 minutes before I went live each time. It was so good. I sold 120-something spots in the course that that was designed to sell. I just trusted the universe. I kept, my, I kept my vibe high in terms of, universe, I trust you, you've got me. And so I ended up hitting 70K for the month in lockdown with two kids in Melbourne. And so I hit 70K. And at the time, I was like, I don't even know why I desire it, but I just do. And I'm willing to allow myself to be bratty and audacious enough to want something without having good reason for it. I just bloody want it. And what do you think happened? When I hit 70K, I realized I was then in a position to sign up for coaching with someone who I had wanted to work with for two years. But I'd put that desire on the back burner because I didn't think that I was in a position to do it. But finally, when I hit my fourth month of over 40 grand in a month and over 40 grand is we're at a place where it's like, Darren doesn't have to work. We can cover all the bills. We're good. I'm covering my expenses, my business, all good. Like when I'm at that point, it's like, sweet. So I was then for four months and that's what I was considering consistent. I was able to go, bugger it, I'm doing it. And I thought that was going to be something I was going to do in January next year when, I, when like I'm like, by the end of the year, I'll be getting to those numbers and then I can do it. And it happened sooner and I'm like, oh my God, universe, you cheeky thing. (laughs) You were telling me that I needed to have that thing. And I just believed and trusted I was worthy and capable of creating it. I did. And then that enabled me to do something big, which I trust will enable me working with this new, like another coach is, whose name is Amanda Francis, by the way, for anyone who's wondering. And that is going to open me up more, right? Like working with someone different who's going to help me to expand more parts of myself. So it's really exciting. It's an energetic calibration. So sometimes we just desire things and they don't make sense. But if we trust that we're allowed to have them and we're worthy of having them because the universe did not make a mistake with you, right? If you desire something, you deserve to have it. If you want something, you're worthy of it, right? And so I was talking with a client this morning and she was talking... The dog's barking somewhere. She was talking about... Um, how we were just having this great riff. I won't say what she was talking about, but we were having this great riff about shifting your energy. And in those moments where she's just one of those clients where it's just like we're just besties and we just riff on stuff and we just have the best chats. And I'm like, how the hell do I get paid for this? But it's just so glorious. I love it so much. Anyway, so we were just having this brilliant, brilliant chat about um, how to shift your energy when your energy is funky. And we we're talking about Bear Mode, one of the four soul modes, um, which is what my first book is about. If you haven't read it, and if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, those times when you wake up in the morning, you're just like, oh, God, it begins, right? And I'm like, mm, I haven't felt like that way in a while. It's so interesting um, to talk about that because it's like, yeah, there were, there were certainly times I wake up and like, oh, my God, I have to do life today. Oh, my God, I have to go to work. Oh, I have to deal with my kids, whatever. And, and I was like, she's like, what are you doing in those moments? And so we're having this really good chat about shifting your energy and those, like, those kind of moments. And I was like, honestly, gratitude, it's a really, really underrated tool. And we're talking about gratitude. And I said, this is the thing, is one of the things that I've realized is that often what you're dreading is someone else's dream. Right? So when I wake up and I'm like, oh my kids are awakening so early. And I'm like, oh, I'm like dreading having to get up and do the breakfast thing and stuff. I'm like, for so many people, this is a dream to wake up to the sound of two beautiful, healthy children. Like that is a lot of people's absolute dream. And I think that's often the case is like there like if you've got say a normal job and you're trying to build your business on the side and it's like oh god I'm gonna go to work or something like that try gratitude in those moments and I'm not saying you're being ungrateful I'm saying use this as a tool to help you feel more good like this is literally not about trying to be a good person right (laughs) I think that anyone who's drawn to my work naturally is a good person this is about helping you to feel more good in your body because that can only be a good thing because you'll do much greater work in the world from that place so those moments of like, oh my God, there's so many people that would love nothing more than to have a secure full-time job. There are a lot of people that don't have that right now and you do. So it's like those moments of what I'm dreading is often someone else's dream. And that's a tool I've used as long as I can remember. And it's always been really powerful for me. Um, so, and then the other thing when it comes to shifting your energy up is like when you're having thoughts that don't feel good for you to have. So sometimes when, you know, people will say things to me and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to think of an example that doesn't identify anybody. But when someone says something to me, like, uh, I often talk about how I use my calendar um, to schedule time for stuff, right? So it's like, I've got an hour in in my calendar each day to check my client boxes, um, to create some content, um, to check in on all of my groups. Like I've got things scheduled each day to make a podcast, that sort of stuff. And I was talking, I often talk to people about it. And sometimes I'll say things like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe I need to do that. Just so like, I really like put that pressure on myself. So, you know, I haven't wanted to do it though. Cause you know, that, I haven't liked the idea of pressure, but maybe pressure is what I need. And I'm like, oh, okay. So thinking out of pressure wouldn't feel good for me. So I wouldn't choose, I would choose a different thought. I would be like, okay, how can I think of this differently in a way that would feel more good? I don't think of it as pressure at all. I think of it, of it as creating space. Like I'm creating space for all of these things that are important to me. Exercises on there, checking with my clients. These things are really important to me. There's nothing there that I don't want to do. And if there was anything there that I didn't want to do, I would ask myself, well, how can I make this feel more good? So how can I do it in the best mode? So if I'm like in bare mode and I've got admin time scheduled in my calendar, I'm, the reason why I use iCal, like I use it in my, I don't use a written system anymore. I use it in my um, electronic calendar, in my phone and my computer, they sync up. The reason why I do that is because they're so easily shuffled around like little puzzle pieces, right? So if it's like admin time and I'm in bear mode, I'm like, nah, I'm shifting that to the afternoon, right? Different language, exactly. I'm going to use different language to describe it. So I'm like, and people like, oh, how do people often say, like, how do you prioritize? And like, I don't, I don't prioritize I make space for everything. Nothing is more important than anything else. Nothing, everything matters. Everything matters to me. Anything everything that matters to me matters and it all gets to have space created. So I don't prioritize because that feels hierarchical, I don't enjoy it. I make space for stuff. I make space in my diary. I don't put pressure on myself. If there's something in my diary that I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it, right? Because it's going to affect my energy. So ask yourself in any moment that you don't feel good, like what thought am I thinking? How am I thinking about this in a way that doesn't feel good for me? How can I think of it differently? Because Often what'll happen is it'll be like underneath, what's causing that thought is a belief, right? And this is was talking about the human work is to reshuffle our beliefs, expand upon them. Like we have to do this work so that we can grow, so that the whole human race can grow, right? And not everybody's interested in growing as a person. This is the thing. And this is why we feel like such friggin' weirdos because not everybody is interested in this. Half the people you meet would just think it's so weird that you even listen to anything I've got to say, Right. Because they're not, they don't have the desire to grow. They're not necessarily here to do that, to grow in that particular area. They've got some other job to do here on the planet and that's fine. Everyone's playing their own game. Everyone's doing their own thing. So, and it's perfect. So it's like, okay, if I'm thinking a thought that does not feel good for me to think, then what's the belief behind this thought? What belief is creating this thought? What do, what do I know to be true at this point? What do I believe to be true at this point? And how could I think about this differently? So in that example of like pressure, for example, or like priorities or whatever, it's like, well, what belief do I have? Well, that you have to um, feel like you have to, must be under pressure, like pressure creates diamonds or whatever, right? You have to feel under pressure in order to be successful. Success equals pressure. Maybe that's a belief you've got, is that being successful in the world means you must always be under pressure. You must always be ready to combust. And a lot of us have got that belief, right? Any wealthy, successful business people that I knew were stressed, like growing up, right? So I had to reframe that. So I had to go and sort of find my models of people that were going to be evidence to me that actually that did not need to be the case. That success can equal relaxed and success can equal happy and can equal freedom and what does freedom mean? And here's another one I've had to reframe is what does freedom mean to me? Because I think a lot of people think freedom means, because this is the story we get, the freedom means being able to lay around and do nothing all the time. I'm like, that's not freedom to me. That's a cage. Like freedom to me is having a full life. And I think people are like, you know, don't you feel like you need balance or don't you feel like overwhelmed or stressed or you're so busy? I'm like, I don't do busy. I'm not interested in the word busy. It's not really in my vocabulary. It's like I have a full life and that's the way that I like it. To me, that is freedom. Like to have lots of beautiful things happening, like that feels really good for me. But then when I'm in bear mode, I'm like I'm not going to allow myself to feel the pressure of all of those things, of like the house and the business and the kids and the products and the publishing deals and whatever. Like I'm just going to be like, "Mm." I get to like energetically check out of all of that stuff, maybe not the kids completely, depending who else is here, but I don't have to buy into any of that. If those thoughts don't feel good for me, the thoughts of like, I'm laying here in bear mode, I don't want to do anything, but I should be doing something. Well, does that thought that I should be doing something feel good for me? Well, what do I feel inspired to do is the question. So if you ask yourself, what do I feel inspired to do? And you live a life that is basically curated to inspire you all the time. Like if you curate your social media feed to the point where all you see is inspiration because that's what I've done and I'm doing it more and more very, very intentionally and quite strategically actually. I did a behind-the-scenes video this morning in the Mad Mastermind about that around what I'm doing with my Facebook feed and Instagram feed and I'm getting very strategic about it. That Literally everywhere I look is a vision board in my life. That's where I'm getting to like so goddamn unapologetically. That And it's not to say that I'm being naive about the world. Darren lets me know what I need to know about what's going on in the world. <laughs> about the things that I can do something about. Otherwise, I don't really need to know about it. So so if you can always ask yourself, what do I feel inspired to do? Rather than what should I do? What do I have to do? This is the beautiful thing about soul modes. What I teach is that it's always about what you feel inspired to do. Because you're going to feel inspired to do different things depending on which mode you're in. And this is why I'm creating the Soul Modes Mentor Certification so that coaches and healers and helpers and teachers and guides can utilise this in their work and can help people to do, to to create the change that they help people to make whether they're a personal trainer or whatever they are, is that they can use this in their work in a really deep way so that people can be actually taking action based on what they feel inspired to do, not what they should do because I tell you what, as women we're all living way too much from a place of should. Like, no wonder we're all burnt out and exhausted and overwhelmed and all the things, right? Because we're living from a place of, should. we're not living from a place of, I feel inspired to. And this is the thing, is that one of the things that, when I said before, everything you want is a flow and effect of your inspired ideas. Here's an example. I knew that when I was seeing the next level version of myself, I'm always seeing the next level version of myself. I'm always daydreaming about her. So she can reveal herself to me. Often in sparkle mode, it's the best time to do this. Sorry, in wild mode is a good time to like decide what your next big moves are. But in sparkle mode, is a really beautiful time to just daydream about it and see the detail. So I do that often. And it's funny, when in sparkle mode, when I would see that next level version of me, she had really beautiful clear skin. And she was a little bit slimmer and fitter than what I was at the time. And so I'm like, okay, cool, I see that, cool. So, you know, and I I got some, started looking after my skin better and, you know, started eating a little bit better and I signed up to this exercise program and stuff. So I'm like, cool, I'm working towards the next level version of myself. But it sort of wasn't really making that much of a difference. My skin was definitely looking better, but I wasn't really losing any weight and whatever. I was definitely feeling fitter, but I noticed I was getting a little bit sort of sabotaging. My hips were getting sore and stuff which was preventing me from exercising. And so I, well, from exercising the way I wanted to. So then I had this inspired, but I'm like, no, but I still desire it, I get to have it. I'm not gonna tell myself I've got crap hips, which means I'm never allowed to be fit. That's not how it works. Or I've got kids, I don't have time. I'm not gonna tell myself any of those stories. Those thoughts don't feel good. So I went, okay, I still desire it. So I still get to have it. I don't know how I'm gonna have it, but I'm willing to let it in. Then I had this inspired idea to do a gut health cleanse. I just knew it was time to improve on my gut health. I just, I don't know, I just knew. I was just like, had this sense of like gut health. Gut health is going to be a part of me stepping into the next level version of myself. So I signed up for this 12 week guided gut healing protocol with Christina Matthewson. Four weeks into that, my skin is like incredible. I don't have any makeup on. I'm like, don't feel like I don't even need it anymore. Um, my skin's glowing. I haven't even had like a hormonal breakout or anything. And I've lost, I reckon, two dress sizes without even trying. Like I'm eating heaps. And I'm like, isn't that funny that some of the things that I desired that I wasn't quite sure how I was going to create it but I still trusted that I was allowed to have it have come as a natural byproduct of me jumping on an inspired idea. And those inspired ideas are always going to come from the divine, right? Right. Which means for us to question them and go, I think that's a crap idea or I can't and la 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 and here's 16 billion reasons why I can't do that, who knows exactly what they need to do but they're telling themselves it's not an option, right? As long as we do that, then the desires continue to elude us and we're sitting there going, where's my abundance, where's my whole body, where's my this and that? right? Well, where's the inspired ideas that you are acted on? And have you created the space? This is the chapter I'm writing in my book right now. Have you created the space for those ideas to download into? Here's the thing. We have to create the space. We have to get a little bit quiet up here, which means we've got to stop using this for storage. It's not for storage. It's for processing, right? So we've got to create the space. There's a reason why your best ideas come in the shower and the car is because you're not scrolling on your phone. <laughs> you're not consuming anything. You might have the radio on, but it can drift. You need time for your mind to just so those beautiful ideas can come in. But at the same time or around it, different pockets of the day, we also need to be tuning into what are our desires, what do we want, and then remembering that the universe wouldn't give you the desire if you weren't capable and worthy of having it. The universe did not make a mistake with you. You have natural talents and abilities. You have the natural talents and abilities that you need in order to create the life that you desire. I have not a skerrick of doubt about that at all and it's a reason why I'm a world class coach because I will talk to you and I will say I feel no fear for you at all. And because I feel no fear for you I can see things for you. Right? So I start downloading stuff directly for you, not just for my live streams, but for you when you're right in front of me. So if you want to book a session with me, book message me and book a session. I have some spots for next week. So this is why I'm a kick ass coach because in our in our session together I have this beautiful clear space that I create for you as your space. So things can drop into it that I can give to you. And we have this beautiful, clean space in between us where things can drop in from you, for you. And I just feel no fear for you because I have absolutely no doubt you wouldn't want it if you couldn't have it, which means I can see clearly exactly how to create it for you. How you can create it for you but ultimately my goal is to get you to a point where you're getting these random divine downloads all the time like i want this right i know how to get it i'm going to get it. i'm going to do that i'm not going to question it i'm not going to question whether i'm worthy and i'm not going to question whether i'm capable and i'm not going to question whether it's a crap idea and will people laugh maybe because that's what happens when you're being innovative when you're creating change in the world there are going to be people that are either going to think it's weird or they're going to be afraid of it right? And if they're afraid of it, they're going to try and cut it down. If they think it's weird, they might go like, ha, oh, ha. they might laugh. And that's fine. This, that's because you're changing the world. If no one's questioning what you're doing, then you're probably not changing anything right this is how we change the world i am here to support the people who want to become an icon in their field who want to create real change in the world that means really contributing to your industry not looking at anyone else ever as a competitor only as someone else who's making positive changes in the world alongside of you collaborators all that sort of stuff i look at soul modes and i'm not sitting there going like oh are am i so clever that i came up with that i'm like no thank you universe for guiding me to that thank you for choosing me to deliver that too because man, it grew me up. The amount of work I had to do within myself to feel brave enough to take that to the world, something that didn't exist yet, like who do I think I am, right? Like huge work I had to do to get to that point where I would put that in a book that anyone in a whole wide world could pick up and write an article about how it's a load of BS. Like anything could happen, right? Like, and we live as women, we live with this innate biological fear that someone's gonna try and tear us down, Right? Because there were times we were like burned at the stake for doing this kind of thing. So it's very normal and natural to question stuff, right? And I went through all of that and and my human self had to do a whole lot of growing up. It grew up huge parts of me getting to the point. I had a lot of support through that, spiritual support and man, to bring that to the world. And now I'm writing the second book, which is like going to be even bigger because it's like taking that stuff to the next level. So... Yeah, so it's like seek inspiration where you feel inspired to seek it. So it's like you might be like, what do I feel inspired to do? I might feel inspired to listen to someone's podcast or am I feeling inspired to pick up a particular book or am I feeling inspired to just go for a walk with silence or music? I might feel inspired to put on a particular song and the lyrics of a song might trigger something for me. Like I was listening to this like 70s playlist or something, this old playlist the other day. And that song, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, came on. And it got me so pumped up, way more than listening to anyone else's, like, wisdom would have. That song did more for me energetically. And I wrote this post with the photo and it said, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And I'm just like, that was just exactly what I needed to put out there in that moment. I just wanted to capture that moment. And it was the song that I felt inspired to do. Sometimes I feel inspired to make love or to have a bath or to have a sleep. And I'll wake up with these incredible downloads coming through when I wake up from that sleep. So so jumping on the inspired thoughts, but those inspired thoughts might not always necessarily be about consuming information. It might be about doing a thing, but I think we're quite programmed to go looking for information because we think that someone else holds the wisdom that we're looking for. And we think that in order to lead, we must learn every word that every leader that came before us has said. We must read every book on the list of must-read personal development books and we must learn from all of these different coaches and mentors. Bullshit. It's not true. There is no hierarchy in spirituality. There is no hierarchy in personal development even, right? If you're new, that actually kind of gives you something really beautiful because you're coming at it from this very fresh perspective and you have a direct line to the universe just like Tony Robbins does. And just like a cat totally does. And just like everybody else does, everyone is just a human being. They might've been here a bunch of times, right? I think I've been here 400 and something. If you ask Kasha Burke, my beautiful client, who does past life readings, right? So no one has anything that you don't have access to also. You have a direct line to the universe. You can access that wisdom. Thank you, my loves. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you would like to be part of the next revolution, of coaching for women with me. I would love to invite you to be part of the Solmo's Mentor Certification, which starts on the 1st of October. If you're hearing this after that, it will have closed and it won't open again for another year, but you can reach out to me and go onto an interest list. It will open once a year and this time now in October 2020 will be the last time that it is at this price. So I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message and we can chat whether it might be right for you. I love you all. Thank you for hanging out with me today and I'll see you soon.